Don't look now, but there's something funny going on over there at the bank, George. I've never really seen one, but that's got all the earmarks of being a run. Now, just remember that this thing isn't as black as it appeared. I have some news for you, folks. I was just talking to old man Potter, and he's guaranteed cash payments to the bank. The bank's going to reopen next week. But, George, I got my money here. Did he guarantee this place? Well, no, Charlie. I didn't even ask him. We don't need Potter over here. And I'll take mine now. No, but you're, you're... You're thinking of this place all wrong, as if I had the money back in a safe. The, the money's not here. Well, your money's in Joe's house. That's right next to yours. And in the Kennedy house, and Mrs. Maitland's house, and a hundred others. You're lending them the money to build, and then they're going to pay it back to you as best they can. Now, what are you going to do, foreclose on them? I got $242 in here, and $242 isn't going to break anybody. Well, $242, if uh, every American took out $242, it, 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 would, it would break it. In 2008, we had less than 3% of all total money was actually printed money in access that you could go and get out, um, let alone the amount that's digital in the cloud and it is all cyber. So it's a crazy time. And we, uh, more than ever, you need the people that have hope, that have clarity on how to get through this time. And uh, you can't settle for people that just have one PhD in the subject. We no. need people right now calls for a time with people with at least two PhDs on this subject. So we have Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yay! Yay! Hey, good morning. I'm so glad we have you. That is for sure, because this is a crazy time, but we do not feel hopeless. It is it is wild. And you know, my the first PhD that I have covers the financial stuff. The second one in theology, it's like, okay, I'm not just a financial counselor. I'm like a counselor, counselor. Right. It's, it's yeah. insane. But here's here's the thing. We've been talking about this for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's it, people think, oh, this just snuck up on us. It's like it did, but it didn't, right? Because the, the writing was on the wall. And and just because we saw the second largest bank failure in the history of America that happened on Friday, mm-hmm. it's like, what, 72 hours ago? And now the aftermath, and we're reeling from that. But mm-hmm. but the buildup to it, it reminds mm-hmm. me of when Ernest Hemingway was asked, you know, one of the most prolific authors of all time said, hey, how, how did you file for bankruptcy? Like you're pro- you know, the most prolific author yeah. ever. Right? It's like, well, it started slowly and then it just happened. Yep. Right. That's like this. It, mm-hmm. it, it's been going on for a while, but, but people have a misperception of banks. I love that clip that you just showed David and Stacey, because people have this perception of banks that, oh, it's this big marble edifice building with all these huge columns. And then there's right. this round vault door. And when you open it up, all this wads of cash just falls mm-hmm. out of it. Right. That's not what a bank is. That That's not the reality of what's in a bank vault, right? The reality of what's in a bank vault is like nothing. You open it and you can hear crickets because what are banks in the business of doing? Banks aren't in the business of lending money. Banks are in the business of using your money to invest for themselves. Yep. And then when you open up that's a what people picture or a savings account, mm-hmm. right? It's what are you doing? You're giving them a promissory note. When you get, when you open up a checking account and you get this folder with all of your papers in it, do you ever read them? <laughs> no, they're, they're <laughs> no. not readable. 
They're too tiny. <laughs> I know. You're like, sign here, sign here, sign here. But really what those papers say is that this is a promissory note. You are giving the bank a promissory note. With every deposit. This this is my deposit. If I deposit $20,000 in my checking account, you get to use it. And then you get a bank statement every month that's a ledger entry that says, hey, David and Stacy, you know, you you've basically given us twenty thousand. This is technically what you kind of should have, and hopefully, wow. not everybody wants to come out and get their money out at the same time. Because if they did, it's not there. Because, like on that wonderful life clip, mm-hmm. they've lent it out to to somebody else. They've invested, and they invest in the same things we do. They invest in the stock market, in the bond market, in in mutual funds, and in, in houses, right? And mm-hmm. as all of those markets collapse, mm-hmm. their assets are collapsing too. It's not just us that are feeling it. Right. They're yeah. using your money to do it. You just didn't realize it. You mm-hmm. have the perception that your money is in this, all this wads of cash in the bank vault that comes flying right. out. Yep. No, they use your money. And since the summer of 2020, during the heights of COVID, the Federal Reserve changed bank requirements, reserve requirement to zero. So banks don't have to have any money on hand. They can use all of it. And this is how tight capital is right now at banks, which is why Silicon Valley Bank, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why they went out of business. But it's all, it's all these all these pressures yeah. happening at the same time. There's the the, the, the printing of, of money, an increase in the money supply over the last two years. I don't know the exact number, but we've talked about it before. It's like maybe close to 40% of the money that exists in the cloud wasn't there before COVID. So that's happening. And then, and then at the same time, you have what, what do we have? Eight interest rate increases, you know, in a, in a rapid, very short period of time. So yeah. you know, in, in consecutively in a row with no decrease. So it's, it's like, I picture uh, the banks have been a little bit like, if, if, you know, we have a big uh, NASCAR track here in, in, in Kansas City and you can, you can, you know, actually, if you have a sports car or something, they have different times, you can go out there and, and, and drive on it. But I picture if you had just a regular SUV, you know, you got a, you know, a, a Highlander or something like that. And you just went out there and he- your pedal to the metal as fast as it could go. It could go 100 miles an hour around that big track. You know, it would go for a little while, but that car is not designed to go over 100 miles an hour for an hour, mm-hmm. two hours, three hours. All of a sudden, like belts and things and overheating, it's 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 not designed to do that. Things start breaking, and and when it does, it's just like you said a minute ago. It's like the way a, a bad relationship ends. It's like the way a, your 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 personal business could go. It goes quick when cars mm-hmm. fall apart. A lot of things start breaking all at once. Like everything always goes that way, and that's what's happening now. And it's pressures from everywhere. Pressures from everywhere that people aren't seeing. So. So let's dissect this Silicon Valley Bank mm-hmm. thing just a little bit. We're not going to go into all of it, but but really, so most people don't realize Silicon Valley Bank was 44% of all the venture capital to tech startups last year, 44% from one <laughs> bank. That's a lot of companies. It's a lot. Like that's a lot of companies that had money. Well, during this slow, sluggish, horrible economy that we've seen over the last year plus, They've been needing lines of credit. So they go to Silicon Valley Bank, these new companies, and say, hey, we need a line of credit. Well, what did what did SVB say? They said, all right, well, we'll give you a line of credit, but you have to get rid of all of your other credit cards at other banks. You have to shut down those other bank accounts mm. and, and bank with us exclusively. So now what happens? These companies have no backdrop. 
They have no plan B. They have no other bank accounts and their bank just went out of business. Wow. How are they going to make payroll? Right. Right. Think about the domino effect from this. How are they going to make the payroll? Not making payroll is a federal crime. So who's going to be charged for it? The CEOs of the company or the bank? No, not the bank. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be the CEOs. I mean, there is things that nobody's thought about yet. Look at Roku, for example, tech company, right? They have $487 million in deposits. So FDIC, we covered this story a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. FDIC, when you put money in a bank, you get $250,000 insurance coverage, right? So so Roku, $250,000 of their $487 million is covered. What about the rest? Yeah. And that's what people don't, don't grab a hold of. They're like, well, this doesn't affect me. It's just these rich guys because I don't have $250,000 in the bank, but you probably work for someone that does. That does. And, and their payroll is probably in excess of that amount to keep the thing going. So, so what did Roku do when they did they were able to make payroll on Friday? Well, we don't know yet oh. um, because, because Silicon Valley Bank basically went into FDIC receivership on Friday but here's but so today is the first you know bit mm-hmm. trading day, and it's ugly. I mean, it is ugly. And and I did a couple of shows this weekend, the emergency shows on on different places. And it's like we had to get the message out because mm-hmm. today I was expecting there's going to be a run, run on the bank, and there is. Even the 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 stock market halted trading on bank stocks this morning. They halted trading because it was a free fall. You look at some of these 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 companies, right? I mean, it's a bloodbath, right? So just disastrous. So you look at this list. First Republic Bank down, and we're recording this Monday morning, right? The mm-hmm. market's been open for about three hours now. Okay, First Republic Bank down 65%. PacWest Bank down over 40%. Western Alliance, I mean, down, down, down. They're all down like massive amounts. There's some banks on this list down 70%. Schwab is down 8%. Zions Bank down over 20%. I mean, this list is ridiculous. Yeah, here's here's the numbers. Look at that. PacWest down 42%. Western Alliance loses 70%. 39% with Key Corp. I mean, these are all just this morning. Right. Yes. This isn't like in a year. This is in a few. Wow. And, and so people trading. Have you seen this before, Dr. Kirk? Not to this extent. Uh, we, wow. We've seen them halt trading before during 2009 and things like that. But but this one, it was so fast. It was so quick. Mm. The implications are so huge because if you put the numbers into perspective, right, we saw a video a few weeks ago and maybe we could watch it again. Because it, it sure kind of sure makes a lot more sense now yeah. that we're seeing this unfold. Um, I want to hit one thing real quick on censorship before we play that clip, because this has a lot of COVID parallels. And that's, you know, Biden came on, you know, all the networks this morning and patting himself on the back. And I single handedly saved the banking industry. At least that's what his teleprompter told him, you know, was mm-hmm. going on. And he, I'm sure he doesn't know even what happened this weekend. But but. They're, they're getting that message out. Hey, everything's great. We got this under control. It has very, very COVID-like uh, announcement. They, the Senate, and, and there's a 584-person Zoom call on Sunday night. Thomas Massey tweeted this out. Um, he says, just got off a Zoom meeting with the Fed, the Treasury, the FDIC, House, and Senate. Um, a Democrat senator essentially asked, 
whether there was a program in place to censor information on social media that could lead to a run on banks. And, you know, a guy's first reply underneath of that is he goes, he goes, hey, I'm, I'm as anti-censorship as, they, as it gets, but spreading unfounded rumors and to promote, a, you know, a, a bank run is a very instance where yelling fire in a, a crowded fireplace analogy actually does apply. And Thomas Massey theater. in a crowded mm-hmm. movie theater, and mm-hmm. he actually replies back, he says, yeah, but yelling fire in a theater that is actually on fire you know, what about that? Because mm-hmm. people need to, I just want to get this out quick because it's not probably in place yet, but they're going to control the messaging and they're going to control words that are said. So you have to be at the front of this making good choices because they're going to control what information you even have access to. When you Google, when you mm-hmm. search, when you look at the internet, they're going to control what you're, you're, you're available to hear just like they did mm-hmm. with the pandemic. So um, here's what they were saying behind the scenes uh, a, a few weeks ago. Let's let's play that. It should be accessible when people need to know, but I don't think you have much hope of, of reaching a public that doesn't have a professional need to know. I completely agree with that. I almost think you'd scare the public if you put this out. Like, why are they telling me this? Should I be concerned about my bank? Like my insurance company doesn't tell me what they're doing with my assets. They just assume they're going to pay my claim, right? It's it's. I think you've got to think of the unintended consequences of taking a public that has more full faith and confidence in the banking system than maybe people in this room do. <laughs> that we want them to have full faith and confidence in the banking system. They know the FDIC insurance is there. They know it works. They put their money in. They're going to get their money out. So there there's a select crowd of people that are in the institutional side. And if they want to understand this, they're going to find a way to understand this. There's a bunch of law firms represented in this room. There's a bunch of people that'll charge them by the hour, a lot of money to explain this all to them. And, and, and it's fine. And I, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. And they all have huge staffs, but I would be careful about the unintended consequences of starting to blast too much of this out in the general public. Wow. They, they have good chuckles uh, thinking yeah. about uh, all the dumb people out there not able to handle the truth. And I think, again, mm-hmm. that goes back to the COVID narrative as well. Yeah. I mean, what a stupid place to giggle about something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holding things back from America's retirements, their assets, their life savings, everything, right? Saying that they don't trust us. You know, they trust us more than we trust ourselves, basically, yep. is what they said. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't they trust themselves? Um, so, Numbers. Let's put some numbers into play here. Silicon Valley Bank had $173 billion in checking and savings accounts, right? How much of that was uninsured? $152 billion, which was over the $250,000 FDIC threshold. Why were these FDIC officials in December talking about this? Well, we unintended consequences. We can't let the public know. FDIC has $125 billion worth of assets to cover $9 trillion of banking deposits nationwide. Mm. So let's put this number to just one bank, Silicon Valley Bank on Friday, right? So so Silicon Valley Bank has $173 billion in deposits, 152 is uninsured. That's 21 billion that would fall under FDIC. FDIC has 125 billion. We just took one fifth 20% of all of the FDIC assets in one bank failure. Well, what else failed on Friday? Um, Silvergate Bank, which is one of the largest <laughs> crypto banks in the country, failed. They closed their doors. Wow. 
Um, we saw all these market declines mm-hmm. in others. We saw Signature yeah. Bank down 32% on Friday, right? There's more bank failures coming. And we just took 20% of all of FDIC's insurance coverage away in one failed bank. Mm. On Friday alone, the big four, yeah. Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Citibank, they lost 55 million, I'm sorry, 55 billion wow. in market in one day, right? In one afternoon. This morning, there's runs on the banks, there's bank closures, they they halted trading. So this is what those FDIC officials mm-hmm. that were chuckling about, we got to keep this away from the people. It, it was for this, right? It's this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. FDIC doesn't have enough coverage to cover it. So what happens to everything over and above the FDIC limit, right? FDIC 21 billion of the of mm-hmm. the 173, it goes away. Well, this is where you go back eight years after Lehman Brothers, the G20 nations met and said, we can't handle and cover this kind of failure anymore. So we're going to stop bailouts. We're going to stop the bailouts, government bailouts of too big to fail institutions, right? right. So what did Janet Yellen say on Friday? The same exact thing. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. said there's, there's a, a special vehicle to, you know, basically there's hope. There's hope that we're going to fix something, but there's no gonna, not going to be a bailout. So what's the hope? Of course, there's not going to be a bailout. They had already decided eight years ago there wasn't going to be one. What's the hope? Bail ins. This is the hope. That, that people who have deposits at these banks are going to bail out their own banks. There's going to be special provision taxes on Americans to restore the country's financial system, right? This is what they yeah. did in Cyprus. This is what they did in Greece way back 10 years ago, right? Plus, which was what? Bail-ins, which if you pay your taxes like everybody should, right? That's voluntary though, right? Mm-hmm. You get your tax bill, you get it back from your, it's like, oh man, I owe $50,000 in taxes, whatever. And you pay it. Technically that's voluntary. You don't have to, if you don't, you go to tax jail, right? But but it's still up to you to pay it. Yeah. A bail-in is not voluntary. You have $100,000 in the bank, they do a 10% bail-in tax. The next morning you have 90,000. They just take wow. it out. It's a digital asset. How much easier is that going to be under a central bank digital currency? Oh, it's and the reason for it. All of this stuff happening right now in 2023, when a month ago, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum said, this is going to be a year of poly crisis, 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 mm-hmm. crisis. People are going to be so concerned that they don't have money in the bank and they can't get it out and pay their bills, pay, make their payroll, that they will be screaming and crying out for the government to Sad. fix it. Oh, We've got the answer, central bank digital mm-hmm. currency. Boom, it's done. Now, let's take it one step further, okay? Central bank digital currency, who would want that, right? Who would want that intrusive no. freedom and loss of privacy and the ability to cut you off from buying or selling? I know. Nobody. Yeah. No, not nobody. The people in charge. Yeah, well, exactly. The people in charge, and how about this, David? They want it. How about people that are government employees? military, people who have government pensions, people who are on social security say, yep. we're not mm-hmm. going to give you your payments unless you adopt this program. It's like forced adoption of a beast system or else we're not going to pay you, right? This is what's coming if we don't wake up. I think these are warning signs of mm-hmm. bank failures to bring in something worse that none of us really expected. And this is why you and I, David and Stacy, have been shouting it from the mm-hmm. rooftops Get into tangible assets. It's not yep. a digital asset. You're not a digital entry into this digital world and make a slave to their system. This is true freedom 
of your finances and a way to get out of the system. If you had silver right now, would you be worried about your Silicon Valley bank portfolio going? No, no, no. And we weren't. This all started to go down Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And that's, we said that over and over and over, we'd be eating at dinner. And I'd be like, I am so glad we have Mm -hmm. taken ourselves out of that mess. It's almost like being in a casino and you won some money and it's like, Hey, how could this go? I'm going to take my chips and just leave. Mm-hmm. I'm taking my chips. I'm putting in my pocket. I'm, I'm just going to take myself out of that game for a while. And it's like, because you know for sure you're going to have what you have. You know, I mean, it's 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 a little bit like that. It's getting rid of the fake currency that is just a, a promissory note, which is basically mm-hmm. you're lending money to the banks and and taking, taking out. And you've got something that you can touch and hold. We've been doing that every month for almost two years now you know, consistently. And, and we're, so glad we're that we did. thankful for our relationship with you. And that's something we hear as we travel across the United States and we talk to patriots all over this country. Yep. You know, truly one of the biggest things that they bring up to us, thank you so much for introducing me to Dr. Doctor. Thank you. His team is phenomenal. They make, He's it, they make it so easy. This isn't something you got to go on and figure some crypto wallet and figure this stuff out. No. You just call and they make that whole thing happen piece of cake. Your your bank just transfers money and it goes into silver and it's like, oh, you have a mm-hmm. real thing, but you got to do it while you can. So if somebody's sitting here thinking, okay, what do I do? What is the next step? What should they be doing right now? Call our office for a free consultation, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody that calls me and literally today, phones are ringing off the hook mm-hmm. and people are scared and they're wondering, is, is their bank going to be the next one that fails? Sure. Right? These are the questions that they're asking. This is why you have a contagion in the banking system right now mm-hmm. and why they have to halt trading. Because a lot of the people pulling their money out of the banks, trying to change things up right now, we're not part of Silicon Valley Bank. They've got their own right. banks. Yep. But they're concerned if a big bank like that with $173 billion of deposits went down, what about mine? Mm-hmm. Right. So so call us at 720-605-3900. Say, David and Stacy sent me. I heard the, I heard the conversation. Mm-hmm. I got to protect and preserve, right? Yep. Or go to flyovergold.com and fill out the form. And one of my amazing team, I mean, I mm-hmm. am truly blessed. I know I'm biased, yeah. but I have an amazing you team. You are. Yeah. Make me a better person, right? <laughs> and they'll ask you questions and get you set up on our calendar to get you out of harm's way mm-hmm. pronto. Because these things, we can't stop. Telling yeah. you, if you if you we call, you probably have to leave a message. I know that the, the the your voicemails were filling mm-hmm. up over the weekend. You know, while you're there, you probably won't get somebody directly. You got to get in the queue because mm-hmm. they actually take time and they have a real conversation with you. Because you may have an IRA, you may have you may have cash, you may have mm-hmm. like your savings in the bank. You just need to get the money into something. Then you can always get rid of it with no fee later and put it back into something else. You know, and go back into the game if you want. And again, it's like leaving the casino. You can come back later mm-hmm. and play if you, if you feel like it's safe. You know, but but if you call them, you, you can go in the voicemail, you can go to flyovergold.com and fill out the information. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's already digital and it's fast. You know, that's probably the better way to go. But either way you go, you can start watching videos, get yourself educated. We've been talking about this for, for two years now. Share this video with people that you know, while we can still freely talk about this information before it is put under the thumb of the federal government. And they're not even allowing you yep. to talk and think about your own money. And there's answers. You don't have to yeah. feel hopeless. This is a hopeful time, nope. really. It really is. You know, there are options. There are things. And uh, we are so thankful for Dr. Kirk and his team. You really do have the best team. We are really thankful for you. They're amazing. And truly, you you hit the nail on the head, David. This probably will be censored because it is mm-hmm. just like COVID. They, they want to protect the banking system. And um, we're giving solutions that are real. Mm-hmm. And that probably will be censored. Yep. 
It's true. So go to flyovergold.com or call 720-605-3900. Thanks again, Dr. Kirk, for your time. We appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.